the first rendition of Teachers in the Wild podcast, where all are welcome and the drinks are on you. I'm Fry, and this is my Sasquatch partner. That would Donovan. be me. How you doing tonight? I am lovely. Really? I, no. Not even remotely. Ah, okay, good. <laughs> so, tonight we wanted to start you off with why we took on this project, what this project is going to be about, and then a little introduction of ourselves, because being these omnipotent names and voices of Fry and Donovan, and not really putting our stories to us, would be kind of creepy. I kind of like being called omnipotent. That's that's pretty freaking awesome, actually. Don't let it go to your head. I'm a god. <laughs> Ooh, and I've done it. Well, I'm going to ask... Uh, just kind of the put this out there is like why did we start this project uh donovan since you're the one who approached me about this i'll let you go for this um because i don't really have any friends (laughs) (laughs) i knew that was it you never told me but i knew it um no actually i mean growing up outside has always been kind of a big thing for me and um it now that I'm getting back into more outdoor activities, I wanted to kind of create a space where we could talk. And, and the reason why I, I talk to you about it is because we have in many ways diametrically opposed viewpoints in a lot of things. You don't say. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but the, the reason why I wanted to do it is because there's just so much information and so much of it is not geared towards you know, the beginner or the education portions of it are, you basically have to fall down a rabbit hole. And after falling down a prepper rabbit hole, I decided I never wanted her to do that ever, ever, ever again. So, uh, <laughs> man, those people, I'm telling you, they are crazy. They well, have, they're already in their own rabbit hole. Oh, yes, they are. And they have acronyms <laughs> for, I have never seen so many acronyms for things. Like, it's, oh my God. Anyway, back on point. Um... No, I just wanted to create a place where people could, where we could talk, we could put out different viewpoints about things that like matter to us when it comes to the outdoors and outdoor activities and kind of the outdoor lifestyle. Um, you know, and to give one other quick, for instance, is I have a seriously jacked up ankle. Um, and I was looking today for hiking shoes that would work for my ankle. And I could not find anywhere that had anything about any brand whatsoever that would work. And that frustrates me. So I wanted to create a place where we could talk about all kinds of random different things in pretty simple, straightforward language that people can, you know, pick up on. They can listen. They can learn a few things. Maybe get a few laughs. Um, You know, I'm I'm sure the audience of two that will garner, you know, your mother and your partner, because I don't have any friends, are going to love it. (laughs) Well, I I do think that putting the nature into layman's terms. Yes, I get to be the one that elevates the language. <laughs> um, You're going back to that omnipotent thing again, aren't you? Oh, I'm, I'm relishing in it. Um, so my maybe, question, why did you agree? Other than pity. Mainly that. I found. Um, but, you know, I always say I'm going to start projects and then I, I never actually do them. And you are so motivated and driven about um, your ventures, whether it be your novels or your classroom, that I saw this as an opportunity to really push myself. And uh, I also really want to get better at being outdoorsy. Um, I used to be 
really active and camped a lot when I was young. And as I went into my adolescent years and into college, that kind of dwindled as a part of me. And um, I'm trying to revitalize that. And this was an opportunity to do so. And it's an opportunity just to have great banter. Yeah, we do banter well, if I do say so myself. Banter, banter, banter. Banter, banter. <laughs> banter. Ah. So, going back to our childhood, back to little Donovan. Ooh. Fields of uh, Massachusetts. Are there massive fields of Massachusetts? <laughs> no, there. well, there's massive tundras. Tell us, like, so what... What about those years made you outdoorsy or sparked that interest? Um, oddly enough, it wasn't so much Massachusetts. Um, it was when my family moved here when I was five. And mind you, this is circa Boy George was at the top of the charts, if that tells you anything. Um, you know, Big Hair was in. I listened to a lot of bands that wore, you know, leopard print spandex and had really, really big hair. Um, so... When I got to North Carolina, we ended up living... Where I lived in Massachusetts, I was born in Salem. It was a very condensed urban area. So we came here and I had, you know, grass. And it was kind of awesome in and of itself. But we moved out in the country, I guess you could say. And I spent my formative years, up until I was a teenager, traipsing through the woods near my house, through URA National Forest. I mean, I did everything. I was hunting, fishing, hiking mountain bikes, dirt bikes, you know, the works. Nine times out of ten, if it was dangerous, I was doing it. Um, <laughs> and then when I became a teenager, I found a whole new set of dangerous bad habits and kind of drifted away from it. So this is sort of my re-entry slash re-education, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Re-education. I, I like that. Um, and I think that's a really good time in your life to be doing so. I mean, you have your 10-year-old minion yes, to I do. Help, uh, motivate you to go outside and it's, you know, it's not like you're traipsing through the forest for the first time with no knowledge. It's always good to return to something that you once loved. I realized that I missed an opportunity to make a, um, a witch joke when you mentioned Salem. Oh, and I geez. regret that thoroughly. Actually, funny story, um, the, the city I'm from had a official witch. And, man, you talk about about, like, nine different kinds of crazy. To, uh, to coin a southern phrase, she was nuttier than squirrel turds. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Maybe that's why my mom likes squirrels, because she's from that part of the country as well. Man, she was some kind of special crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, I, well, at least you're gone from that. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I still miss home every now and again, but, you know, on that same note, North Carolina's kind of home, too. I mean, a great home it is. Could uh, be worse. What? Worse? I, I said it could be worse. Oh, it definitely could be worse. I mean, I could be in Alabama. Jeez, Fry, pay attention. Ha. Enunciation is key, sir. Eh, well, I mumble. Deal with it. But... Going back to North Carolina being uh, a good second home, it, I, it's the only home I know. Um, I'm a North Carolina native, so this has been a, a treat, really. You have the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains, uh, the, the Appalachian Range, 
about two hours from me now in Greensboro. And then three hours away, I have the beautiful coast of the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, it's just the best of both worlds. And then you have the foothills and the, uh, the, the sandy plains. Uh, North Carolina is a wonderful ecological, I guess, marvel. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that's that, that's something else we discussed. You know, a lot of the focus here, aside from introductory things, is going to be North Carolina because I think, from a natural standpoint, there is a lot in North Carolina to be celebrated. And unfortunately, when a lot of people think of North Carolina, they think it's you know, it's the South. It's you know, everything that comes with the the bad stereotypes of the South. And don't get me wrong, they're here. Yeah, they are definitely here, but it's not what people think. Oh, no. It's, I mean, I've been across to Europe and lived there. I've been up to uh, New York and Massachusetts and down to the terrible, terrible parts of Florida. Mmm, um, land of bath salts. Ah, uh, yes, but nothing compares to the beauty of North Carolina, the natural beauty of North Carolina, and the people are a great addition to it. This is true. I mean, don't get me wrong, assholes are universal, but yeah, I mean, I can't really complain. And we have a great rivalry of tomato versus vinegar barbecue. See, you know, here's the thing, man, I'm northern, barbecue doesn't even interest me. Yeah, no, you're just wrong. I know. I mean, I, I I enjoy it, but it's like, I can take it or leave it. Oh, and for the listeners, for you all, it's vinegar that's the best. Don't let it get, don't let those Westerners get you t- twisted. It's meat. That's, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is dead animal carcass. I'm, I'm game for that. Ha, I see what you did there. Game. Ah. Uh, I'm clever. Um, I'm clever and punny. And I'm mission. that far. Nope, so, that, that was a word. So you, Miss North Carolina girl, what's your story? Well, for me, uh, I was a Girl Scout from the time I was knee-high to a grasshopper, um, which means five. You um, just said knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> had to go with something southern. Um, to the time I was in high school, and I uh, spent a lot of time going out uh, to campsites and doing base camp and hiking and really being outside and appreciating um, what all was out there and learning about respecting it with Leave No Trace um, and what that embodies in your life as nature comes first. And you, I mean, of the people that I have met that are of the Leave No Trace ethos, and I have, as I've mentioned to you before, somewhat mixed feelings on it, but you of all people I have met you know you live that you are like leave no trace in your apartment oh god clean up take all your stuff with you like recycle uh, do whatever you can to minimize your impact on where you're at now my classroom is total opposite there is stuff everywhere in there but when I'm outside when I'm in someone else's space because you have to understand that nature is a lot of other people's space. It is not mine. I have no innate right to it. I just get to enjoy it. So I want everybody else to have that. Um, but that was really driven into me from a young age. Um, 
from the mountains to the coast, going to these places, camping out there, and making sure that everybody could enjoy it. That really is what drove me. And I continue to promote that. And now that I'm rock climbing and going hiking, and this is all coming out from my partner, Jake, um, I found a different way to appreciate and experience nature. So I'm really excited about all the adventures to come from that, which I'm actually going to go to the New River Gorge soon and go climbing up there. Yeah, see, see, gorge and rock climbing and piece of string tied around my waist. Can't do it, man. Can't oh, do so it. so much fun. Can't do it. Get you up on the wall. We got uh, this. Yeah. That, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a video episode. That would be a, just a great, it should be a movie. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I will make a deal with you right now in audio recorded for posterity. Go for it. I'm ready. All right. I will make an attempt at your wall. <gasps> However, and this is where I'm going to challenge your ethics and your willingness to experience new stuff. You go hunting with me once. See that right there? The gauntlet has been thrown. The gauntlet. Well, I'm gonna have to sit on that one. All right, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. We will revisit this episode five and get your answer. Ah, that sounds like a good plan. I got to think about this for a while because uh, that is is heavy on the heart. Yeah, but you know, me me climbing a rock wall with you know a busted ankle is heavy on the joints. So I mean. We can do like a kitty wall. Oh, a kitty wall. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my all god. Aside, uh, we will be doing a lot of different things with this podcast. And I hope that as you, the listeners, and those who join us, mom, thank you. Both of um, you. <laughs> you will experience what we do in um, gear reviews and. Um, talking about legislation, we're going to talk um, and reach out to organizations um, that promote conservation, environmental causes, um, talk about hunting practices and ethics, um, everything from composting to what is the best water bottle to take with you on an ultralight um, backpacking trip. This is about experiencing and learning the outdoors and, and how to interact with it. Yeah, and in every facet, I mean, you know, there's our our goal. I think is fair to say, is to explore every facet of this lifestyle that we possibly can. And like, you know, some of the examples you mentioned, and you know, other stuff. We're going to talk to people who make their living outside. We're going to talk to people that, you know, look into the science of, you know, outside stuff. (laughs) Wow, look at me using technical terms. Outside stuff. English. I know, right? Um, Which, speaking of English, we'll also explore some writers, um, both those who are with us and those who have passed, and look at their writings and how they interpreted the outdoors. That's going to involve reading Thoreau at some point in time. Um, I will be sitting on a lake (laughs) when I do so. (laughs) As you well should be. Um, As as I puff on my tobacco pipe. And rock in a chair. Yeah. Let's see. That's a great idea. I think so. And yeah, and you know, even some history stuff. We're going to talk. I know at one point we've got Teddy Roosevelt planned because, you know, bully. 
um, the bull moose and let's see history of national parks we're gonna you know if it involves the outdoors and the outdoor lifestyle we are hoping at some point in time to divulge yes so we're excited about this adventure we hope that you come with us and are sold on our platform because man is it a nice one um it is mahogany (laughs) (laughs) it's full (laughs) oh what is the anchorman quote why can't i remember this what is it smells of leather bound books and rich mahogany 60% 60% um, of the time, it works all the time. Nice. Um, but we do hope that you come with us on this journey and follow us on Instagram at Teachers in the Wild and on Facebook at Teachers in the Wild Podcast. And send us some of your suggestions. If you want us to do a certain episode or if you want us to review something, please reach out. Um, we're going to sign it off, um, but we're going to start off with our tradition that we're gonna do at the end of every episode is it suggestion is it really a tradition if this is the first episode i mean this is tradition starts somewhere yeah but we can't really call it a tradition i mean right now it's kind of a thing it won't be a it won't be a tradition until we've done it more than once practice just just saying man all right well then so your suggestion that you want uh, our listeners to have look into what you got i am going to oddly enough suggest another podcast um and that would be the meat eater podcast by steve ranella um he is a conservationist hunter tv show guy writer etc 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 but his viewpoint on the outdoors has largely shaped my own and it is definitely worth a listen and he's just an all-around funny guy too so not that i've met him in person but yeah Or a couple, if you want to really get your gizzard going and think that me climbing a rock, uh, a rock wall with just a harness is scary. Get your gizzard uh, going. Go and look up Alex Honnell. He is a free solo rock climber for North Face, and he does some crazy stuff. He lives a very simple life, plant-based, um, and he just goes and climbs on crazy... Uh, rock faces like El Cap in Yellowstone National Park with no rope. Madness. It's madness. madness. Well, that's it for our first episode. Please tune in and listen to our second episode coming out soon. And as always, stay wild, my friends. Tune in next time. Same bad time, same bad channel. <laughs>